Welcome to Diacast. Some members of this podcast believe that dice should be edible. <laughs> Here at Diacast, our group of four to five eccentric experts in fairy lore play different RPGs, bringing you a new game and system every few weeks. Today, we bring you episode two of Monster of the Week to Monster Weekier. That title's work in progress. Intrigue, peril, dick jokes, all of this and more await you. But first, as always, we have our introductory question. My name is Jacob, and the question this week is, what is the coolest thing you have ever found in a second-hand shop? Coolest thing I ever found in a second-hand shop is I actually uh, volunteered at a charity shop for a while, and while I was there, I stumbled across a wonderful, a boxed set of Jane Austen novels. <gasps> mm. They were yes. all in this kind of... I think you might have yeah, seen they're... this, Peter. They're all... In... Uh, I, I have seen them. Yes. I know all... where they are. <laughs> ah. They're in this kind... It's, it's, they're in a, a green box, which is not leather, but it wants you to think it is. And... Suede. The, the books are about... Sort of A5 sized. Yeah, kind of... Yeah. A5 size, all bound in that same green faux leather material with kind of gold leaf on the ends of the pages... And they're just very dinky and very very snugly put together. This is definitely a, a set of books that's designed to be owned rather than read because it's an utter bastard to get them out of the box and I nearly ripped the thing <laughs> apart trying to. Oh no. you got to just hold them upside down and give them a jiggle like a ketchup It, it, do- it doesn't work. <gasps> I, they I, are, I tried. They um, are rammed in there hard. They are, they are very, is... very snug. Um, Bride's head very... shall not be visited. <laughs> that is not a Jane Austen. No, that's book. Evelyn War. Sorry, yeah. hang on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so your point stands, but <laughs> yeah. Bride's head can fuck For off. For reasons, Bride's head can fuck off. <laughs> so that was absolutely wonderful, and I went, "Oh, my girlfriend Lauren will love this for her next birthday," and we oh, no. broke up before I could get there. Um, no downers. So... Oh well, uh, we gave it to Mum as a gift. We did do that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Aww. That is a a, a good mum gift. Our mum is a massive Austenite, so uh, she very much enjoyed that. Uh, hello there, my name is Peter, and I'm going to add on to uh, one of the best things that Jacob has ever found in a charity shop, because he did used to work there, and he once came home and very excitedly told me there was a copy of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy mm-hmm. for £1, going at the charity shop and I went in and got it and it has not affected my life in any way as you can hear for if you've listened to any episodes of us <laughs> was this a, was this the it was audio C- wasn't it it was the yeah, CDs it was, yeah. yeah it was Ooh. the CDs um, it was the CDs I listened to that a lot uh, during my GCSEs so when I was about 16 and yeah no it's I, again I'm a massive Hitchhikers fan um, I have all of the series on CD now after a, a sort of a quick trip to eBay later on after discovering that eBay had, eBay had partnered with uh, Magic Mad uh, what was it Magic Magpie something like this that sounds anyway, like a real thing yeah the my actual answer of one of the best things I found, and it links back to Evelyn War, is uh, my best friend is a massive Evelyn War fan, and her favourite book of all time is *Brideshead Revisited*. The other thing she collects is *Everyman*. Uh, I, I don't know if you are aware of the *Everyman* book collections. There, no. I don't know. If, I don't know if they're still printed. They're kind of like they're hardbacks 
quite thin, uh, quite thin paper. They've got quite a like Art Deco distinct design. I don't want to call it like minimalist Art Deco, but it kind of is. It's kind of that style of like Art Deco ish. And normally they go for like twenty, like twenty, twenty five pounds. I managed to find a copy not of Brideshead Revisited. She already had a copy of that, but I managed to find another Evelyn War Everyman in a charity shop for about three pound sixty, and. It was one of the first. Uh, it was the first time I went and um, visited her, so I handed that over as a gift, and we are still friends. So. <laughs> despite that, <laughs> all despite my troubles. It's, 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 carry, it's, it's, carry, it's doing a lot of heavy lifting. That that gift. Yeah, dis- yeah, yeah. Despite my best efforts. Oh. Uh, hello, my name is Matt, and the coolest thing I've ever found in a secondhand shop is a recent purchase. I only got it a few weeks ago, and I'm really happy with it. It is a genuine 1970s balalaika, um, so like a like a, a Slavic guitar, uh, and I've never played one before, but it sounds amazing, and I just love that it that it came from a secondhand shop, and I've no idea what his history is, but she sounds good with new strings. She sounds lovely. Her name's Anushka. Hi, I'm Lukey, and I also used to volunteer in a charity shop. Um, most, and it was an Oxfam bookshop, which, if Ooh. anyone knows me, is dangerous. Uh, yeah, um. no, I'm, I'm <laughs> amazed. I'm amazed you made it out alive. Yeah, so I, I could tell you so many things I found in charity shops. In this isn't the thing I'm going to say, but I did once find in a charity bookshop, secondhand bookshop, uh, Boris Johnson's novel Seventy Two Virgins. The less said oh, about that, better. Oh yes. yes, I've heard of this. Oh yes, it's so fucking terrible. Peter, I... you'll be delighted to know you just startled Sky into bolting off my lap with that. So thanks. Aww. Anyway, sorry. this is not this is not the the coolest thing I found in a charity shop though. Um, so sometimes when I was volunteering, 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 volunteering at Oxfam Books, I was behind the counter because I understood computers, <laughs> and which is a sought after commodity at an Oxfam. Um, <laughs> everyone else there was very old. I don't think they were like offended by that. And also don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> anyway, what was I talking about? Yes, okay. So I was behind the counter, um, so I was often there when donations came in. Sometimes people donated kind of weird things that didn't really belong there, like newspaper cuttings and stuff. But one time, um, some people who worked at like the city archives came in, and they, for some reason the city archives was doing a clear out, and they were getting rid of these old maps um and this yeah and the shop was like well we can't sell these so we'll throw them away i was like hello (laughs) um if you don't want them i will have them because if anyone who knows me can tell you is i'm not just a a book pervert i'm also a map pervert um (laughs) i'm a geographer and we love old maps and these were of so this is very specific to hampshire thing there's like an old uh steam train line called the watercrest line because the area is watercrest meadows there's literally a watercress eating championship. It's terrifying. I think Peter could win it. And they were—they're literally these. <laughs> Is it like, because I'm a train. Yes, there are these oh, okay. enormous canvas antique maps of the watercress line. There's like four or five of them. Oh, so yes, please. I got to just take them away for free. And my dream is to someday have like a a place of my own so that I can like cover the wall cover one wall in them because they're so cool they're not cool if you don't like maps but they're very cool they're currently living in my cupboard i'm i love them so much 
those sound brilliant. I am also a uh, slut for maps, so I. I, d- will... I think we all are. I think that's that's just kind of uh, that's that's just a symptom of being fantasy nerds. Tolkien got yeah. us young. Let's move on towards the story, shall we? Because it's been like thirteen minutes of this intro. What? No. Yeah, Let's get to it. Yeah. Alright, where were we? We, uh, we, we, we we were in the middle of bloody nowhere. Mm. Um, <laughs> Devil's, not Devil's Tour, the other one. Uh, yeah, Bears Down Tour, uh, which is about a mile or two south of the Devil's Tour. Um, your three characters, uh, Eressa Star, Winona Thatcher Ghostcatcher, and Zambisi Frobbing, are now in the uh, spook spotting business. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than spook spotting, spook... <laughs> Dealing with, yeah. Um, Who are you gonna call? Spook, spook dealers. <laughs> well, it's it's just an, an another kind of dealing that Zambezi throbbing does. Not just a side hustle; it's a para hustle. <laughs> um, uh, you had established that there were room, uh, that there were rumours and some mutterings about uh, strange lights that had been seen around about Bear Down Tour. And had been attributed. Uh, the police had said, "Oh, it sounds like them kids." Yeah, those stupid baby goats. Yeah, but you reckoned there might be something else to it. I can't remember exactly why. Well, be- because you see, it it if you were lighting a a fire, this is the logic we used. If you were lighting a fire in this weather, you must be good at outdoorsing. But if you were light, if you were outdoorsing in this weather, you must be bad at outdoorsing because it's too bad for outdoorsing. Yep, okay, cool. <laughs> the only people competent enough to light a fire would not be lighting a fire in mm-hmm. this context. Yeah. yeah, cool. Exactly. Glad someone remembers. The... Um... Oh, I've got notes. Good lord. What? <laughs> Carry on. Um, so you, 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 went to, you went to Bears Down Tour. Uh, there were various debates about what exact, exact things you were recovering. Yeah, along the way, you took a nice day out, and at sundown you reached the area. You bumped into a a character with a capital C, <laughs> in the local area, um, Witherby, the Rambler without a cause. Mm. Morris Witherby. Morris Witherby. I knew that was his name. He does passionate does passionate memes about the people's land. Indeed, yes, a shall we say conscientious citizen, by which we mean. <laughs> Bloody irritating. Absolute mm. nimbia. Ow, oh, absolutely. Regardless, you thoroughly enjoyed bumping into this guy and convinced him that you were not there to uh, desecrate the people's land. <laughs> and so he, you've kind of loosely teamed up. He showed you around. Um, he showed you specifically to where a menhir was. A standing stone. Except it is no longer standing. It has been knocked over. Obelix would be very, very sad. And it, it's a very unimpressive sight because this is one of the... This it's is a one stone of the, that's been knocked over. <laughs> it's one of the... It's also one of the... Like, legitimately, this standing stone <clears throat> is a real thing that you can go and see. It is just, you know, because it's standing. Um, was a real thing. You've destroyed it. <laughs> so, yeah, if I remember right, we'd gathered round it and someone investigated it. I had found a small stone 
of some yes, import. Yes, that's right. You found a small oh, stone. Yeah. yeah, you found a small stone which mm. was a, of the same kind of provenance as the as the Manir. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah, the thing that you investigated, you found that the Manir had not just fallen over; it had in fact been snapped in half because of course the manir is not just you know a stone balanced on a hillside in dartmoor it has a foundation it has roots for want of a better word and earlier oh what's it called in time team where they do surveying underground stratigraphy what uh you can do geophys yeah that's it like, ge- yeah, Geophys, another, like, underground uh, underground surveying, had... My this... favourite carbonated beverage, Geophys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, had established that this manure is effectively mirrored below. Uh... Like an iceberg. Yeah. Uh, well, not like an iceberg, because it's exactly the same underground. <laughs> yes. Um, mm, there, are, there, there, is, there is slightly more underground than above, because the underground portion has not, you know, weathered been exposed like to the, the Louvre, indeed. But yeah, the there, there is a mirrored structure, uh, so cool. this creep, this thing Ooh. has been snapped in half. Partway through establishing all this, uh, Lights a big old fire has started. So yeah, so remind me where, where the fire is. Like, is it? Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, whoever was investigating spotted. As they were investigating, the sun had finished descending. The top has descended below the horizon, at which point the broken face of the the, the, the stump had acquired a ember, like when a piece of paper is just gently burning. It's just got that glowy tip. It's that kind of effect, except it's written rock. And Mm. this had been combined with the sound of fire emerging in multiple locations around you. Sorry, is Morris still with us? Um, Or is he with a B? Hey, sorry. (laughs) We have not checked back in on him yet. Aye, okay. So we have not actually established the concrete situation yet. That is a thing that we must well, well let, let's establish that right away so i feel like winona was uh with you guys she will have been interested in the many she's just seen it start to glow like an ember so her first thing like at hearing the sound of fire around will be to cast about i guess investigate a mystery or something uh, like that re- this will be read a bad situation read a bad situation all right all right okay. it's a bad situation then is oh, it we're no. not here for a blessing of the mountain god oh no um, <laughs> oh dear it's not um, a friendly yeah. fire <laughs> friendly fire uh, I have nothing forward submit I love that the avatar is screaming <laughs> oh yeah. that is a straight yeah. failure okay so the consequence hey, has no fucking clue what's going on I love it Winona's like huh there's a fire there cool <laughs> yeah, she's just gonna like just look at the men here and she's gonna be like well, that's not supposed to be happening <laughs> <laughs> I think that this is the kind of sundown where it, it's just suddenly gotten very dark and yeah. Winona has a torch and maybe a gun, but... Uh, I believe ha- I specified I had the shotgun and then I gave it to... I think I, I gave it back to you. I, oh, I, did you? Right, so I've got like a little crooked... like It's a clay pigeon shooting gun. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Really. Fantastic. 
and I suppose nar- narratively we can kind of take it that all these various stimuli hitting her at once have kind of nonplussed her. Mm. So it's like she's kind of lost sight of Morris, whether he was here or not. Because yeah. in the mo- she's like, hang on, Menir's on fire and it's got dark like that. And f- fuck me. Morris so- is Morris is nearby. Uh, also, you're, you become aware of uh, a second source of light that is not torchlight outside of your peripheral vision. And your torchlight illuminates something that is abruptly covered in smoke. And you and I think Erissa are both um, suddenly blanketed in blinding, choking smoke. I need (coughs) you to... Back to under pressure? Uh... Yes. Read a bad situation. I uh, act under pressure. I rolled a nine. Oh, a nine. So a mixed success. Fantastic. And I'm rolling with cool. Yes. Of course you're rolling with cool. Too cool. <laughs> Too cool for anyone else. <laughs> Too cool for the library. The, the uh, most level-headed says... person ever. Uh, I got a seven. Oh, oh, mi- that is still success. a mixed success. Okay, so... Should we take those? Yes, we will. Mm. We'll take them all the way. Uh, seven to nine. The keeper gives you a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Okay, sure. For both of you, um, so this catches you off guard. You react instantly, and it is relatively localized. You're in an open area, so you can have a choice. You can stay with the rest, but be temporarily uh, blinded, smoking your eyes, choking, not really able to to going to really struggle to do things or you can duck away successfully but be isolated from the rest and if you both choose isolation you'll also be isolated from each other isolation i choose isolation yeah so do i because er- erissa doesn't want sabrina the teenage cat to you know oh fucking hell you have, have a cat with have you, any of her many many breathing problems exacerbated by the smoke so she gets out of there she's Fantastic. in a little cat carrier on my front yep uh and as as a general note my um my approach to pets familiars and other cute dependents is that they no, Sabrina the teenage cat is one hundred percent illustrative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are not going to be at risk unless their player specifically chooses to deploy them as an asset in a risky situation. Basically, I might like get her to check if a mouse is dead, <laughs> yep. but like, <laughs> I... I'm not going to be like I throw a cat at them. Uh, yeah. I, I at this stage would like to do what could go wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to charge into immediate danger. I'm not attacking anything. Yep. What I would do, so I'm going to take this as probably the plus two on the act under pressure roll. Mm-hmm. Um, what I am going to do is I am going to walk up to the Meneer and I am going to uh, I'm going to have under my coat, so I'm not having it out. I'm going to be clutching the flick knife. Yep. The flick scalibur. Uh, flick scalibur. <laughs> <laughs> flick. Excalibur. Uh, everybody loves a flick artifact. I am going to stand there and I am going to shout out into the moors Halt ye attack for I am a burger of this fair town. I am a horse breeder for the local lord. <laughs> and any a attack burger? I am a burger of this town. Yep, it's oh somebody who lives outside the village and has voting rights. 
Um, and uh, and any attack on me will be, the, will be that of an attack on the King of England. So stop it, mate. We don't have a King Zambezi. <laughs> Morris is going to be like, absolutely, yes. <laughs> oh, Zambezi, we got a queen. Okay, one second. That is... Yeah. So when you say what could possibly go wrong... Yep. Does it have to be act under pressure? Yes. Yeah, in which case, do that thing, please. <laughs> do that thing. Uh, cool is my default. Um, yeah, it is. Act under pressure with... I can't... No, I can't swing this by charm, can I? I don't think I'm very cool. Right, let's just go with it. Well, but Aww. you do have a plus two to carry forward. Yep. <laughs> yes! I got an 11! <laughs> yeah, boy! And what is the consequence when you succeed? No dying. Uh, you do what you set out to do. Does Zambezi know what Zambezi set out to do? <laughs> right. He set out to yell at a rock. Yes, but with purpose. I am setting out <laughs> to bring out whatever this malevolent force is. If it is, and it, I will be able to work out if it's like sentient or not, or if like an old spirit, because I imagine... Because of the reason stated above, I've, I'm going to throw local laws at it and see if it works. Because <laughs> of reasons, I can do this. I will try. I am trying to negotiate and cool. then stab it in the face, potentially. But, you know, we'll negotiate first. Okay. Your voice rings out un uncannily. There is mm. a there is a reverb to it that really shouldn't be possible. <laughs> I get out of tuning fork. Ding. That ain't right. I mm. right. <laughs> I think you get uh, you got an, oh bloody hell from um, he's part of a reenactment group Mr. Witherby <laughs> down the hill from you and on the the, the smoke that uh, that had sent Winona and Arissa scattering has uh, is dispersing and revealing a creature uh, basically an animated fire oh, oh god Aww. oh dear a battle this is, of this is some Studio Ghibli territory, guys. Uh, this uh, roundabout, it's uh, maybe knee height at most. Okay. Yeah. With, oh, imagine if like uh, someone took a uh, a hillside chalk, like mm -hmm. the hillside chalk man, or the or the the the, the, the horse from mm. the Terry Pratchett books, or the man the man with the big dong. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and and. <laughs> Basically set it on fire um, and, oh and animated it and put it on fire. Nice. That's kind of the effect you're looking at here, but the generic small woodland creature is is Aww. the is the baseline. Okay. Bab. With a B uh, is next to you, at least for now. As you watch, other sources of light start to make themselves known. Ooh. Oh, good lord. Looks like we got a will of the wisp infestation, <laughs> lads. I thought he was dead. <laughs> themselves done. They just appear. It's like stepping from behind an invisible curtain. And some are of greater and lesser size. Some are almost a suggestion of a deer in there. Mm. Most are various forms of rodent. It looks like that one is made of a couple of intertwined, like fluttering birds or starlings or something like that. But they're all fire. But they are all this fire line art. All and all of them are focused on you. Uh, it's uh, you, Zambisi. Mm -hmm. They are still for a second, um, and it's almost like the flames themselves pour 
as if suspended midair. Hello, friends. The... <laughs> Fucking hell. Hello, friends. Jacob, I need you to understand that you've, like, summoned my dream. This sounds amazing. <laughs> I want to hang out with these little dudes. That With that, the spell is broken, and the figures begin flickering, uh, okay. as flame does. It's or... not just that, you know, you have this still core of this, like, a hillside line art and flames around them. It's like they are being, they've been drawn on the flames as, as, as a canvas. Okay. And they are moving, they are moving around and occasionally it seems like one of them tries to open its mouth and the smoke pours forth. Oh. It's very difficult to tell what exactly, where any of them are and exactly what they're intending. It's very difficult to read their body language such as it is. So before we left, uh, I did uh, a little pre-investigation and I have a hold of two at the moment. So yep, does sure. that mean I get to ask two, two of those questions? Uh, on, after, on Investigate a Mystery, yes. Um, can I ask what sort of creature is it? And if you say fire critter... Uh... <laughs> Right, you've heard of you know, you've mentioned someone named Drop Will of the Wisps. That was me. Yeah, your your investigation was in the form of reading like a bunch a bunch of folklore that you could find, but also some like Ordos Iska stuff that you'd managed to recover. Mm-hmm. Within that, you found an entry that did in fact talk about Will of Wisps as a manif- as a manifestation of what the Iska author calls deadlights. All one word. These seem to be echoes, manifestations of animal creatures that have died a long time ago. Ghosts, in general, are created by strong emotional imprints. And that tends to be quite difficult for animals to achieve. Because it needs to be directed and focused in a way that, you know, oh, I am distraught that my death is unjust, which tends to be beyond an animal's capacity. However, in an occasion where a large number of animals die very suddenly and with a lot of emotion involved, sometimes a throng can remain. Okay. Did you say they were all like small, smaller animals? Uh, it's assorted, uh, assorted woodland critters. So we're not talking like wild horses. We're talking uh, like the deer-ish one that maybe comes up to your waist. Okay, yeah. But were a horse to manifest, it would not be a dashing thoroughbred. It would be a a, a woodland pony. Okay. Could I use my second question then mm-hmm. to ask? What could fix it, cure it, or slow it down? Deadlights desire appeasement, much like any other remnant spirit. Failing that, they must be suppressed. Given that these are animals, fundamentally, their goal... Yeah, they, their goals tend to be extremely simple. That does not, however, mean that they are easy to pass or communicate, and that resolving them may not be uh, feasible in that way. So we've got some undead animals who died in one big traumatic event. Mm-hmm. Um, and currently, they seem to be non-threatening. Mm. Although I have the slight worry that that is not about to be true. 
However, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Operative yeah, word there is currently. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, one would assume, all things considered, that they can start fires. <sighs> I will call out here that Zambezi's declaration mm. seems to have bought a pause or a lull mm. that is mm. not infinite. Um, and while I am happy for us to talk out of character, at some point I am just going to start. Yeah, that's very fair. Moving pieces. Uh, Risa, would you like to take an action? I do have a dumb thing I can do, but I will hold for for you. Yeah. Um, I want to. Oh no, sorry. I meant Winona. I am so sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, Iris- Iris- Irissa, these, these, so what you've just, what we've just established, Luki, um, yeah. can be... It was like me and my mind palace. Yeah, exactly. That's the, oh, that's what's going on. And I just whisper, dead lights. <laughs> How you actually act with this information that has revealed itself to be pertinent is entirely up to you and can comp- comprise your go, such as it is. So, Winona. Um, <laughs> Winona, do you want to go first while I think on I this? I mean, I mean... My thinking is very much this has got like we came out here to investigate strange lights. We've found them, mm. right? In my mind. So Case closed. <laughs> well, so now what we gotta do is work out what the problem is and there's you know, if we're looking at what's wrong here, the men is fallen over and it shouldn't be fallen over. So I suggest we put it back up again. Bring bring the gaffer tape. I've got that winch. It's like an hour away. <laughs> Admirable, localised, achievable aim. What are you doing about that action that will require a roll of some kind? I would like to walk over to the menhir. I know there's the smoke, so I feel like this will be my action, is to walk over to the menhir and and at least attempt to put it back up again. Like, stand it up. Fantastic. That's going to be... um, That's going to be acting under pressure, and that's going to be... I want you to roll with tough, specifically, because this is a... It's a hefty chunk of stone. Yep. Even if it is three and a half feet. Yeah. Even if it is waist high. Can I help? No. Mm, uh, I, I don't have anything special that can help. Um, uh, yeah, I would... Okay, so I'm going to require... Yeah, if Zambisi, if you join in, so that will be act under pressure, but please roll on tough in the same way. And if you succeed, you give Winona a plus one for her roll. Is it not a help out? Or help out. That also works. A mix mi- success. Cool. On an eight. I rolled an eight, which is a mixed success. Which means that you do the thing, but open yourself up to future harm. That's that's fine. So uh, as as I see Winona going over to the Manir, I am going to back up and then crouch bending at the knees. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, Winona, could you give me act under pressure with tough and a plus one? Here we go. Act under pressure with tough. A mixed a success. Plus. Okay. So both of you relatively easily because I said you know it's it's a heavy weight but it's also you know maybe yeah it's three feet high yeah. and a foot across so it's like not, I've been to pure gym <laughs> not much heavier than like a, a a solid oak tabletop or something like that. Winona has been using a free trial pass for like eight years. If you just if you just go to different pure gyms around the South Exeter area <laughs> and just make sure you don't repeat. But once a month is fine, and you can just use different email addresses. It's great. They've got a high staff turnover. They don't recognise her. Anyhow, the yeah, you hoist. You want to free hoop and pick up the manure with ease and plonk it on the the stump poking out from the ground. 
The nubbin. The nubbin. And <clears throat> as I do that, may I also just say, you are released from your torment. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um, and Arissa goes, am I, finally? You... <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> uh, at which point you realise you have a rock mm. perched on top of another rock. That's nice. You do not have any means to secure the rock to the other rock. It's all right. Zambezi will stand here till morning. Uh, yeah, you also have a, a piece of that rock missing, which is, you know, a piece of oh. slate that um, Zambezi picked up. Zambezi? Yes. You know. uh, when you do pick it up and place it, the immediate effect... Well, first off, is kind of just sort of two idiots holding a rock onto another rock. <laughs> Oh, it's a bit underwhelming. Look at what we've done. And then <laughs> there is a line of that same glowing ember uh, spreads uh, across the crack. Um, the line that now joins the, the two halves. Okay. Which is echoed by an intensifying of the fire from each of these deadlights. Mm. And That cannot be a good sign. Um... At which point, with a sound like, uh, with the sound of roaring flames much larger than the creatures in front of you, three of them surge towards you with the speed of a grass fire. Oh no. Oh, bugger. Um, yeah, flickering and flailing, their mouths open in some kind of enraged scream yeah but the only product is smoke and embers oh dear erissa your two companions are being mobbed yeah by semi-sentient fire fire. babies and the other the other fire's sprites are circling in in the manner of a wolf pack um i would like to use my magical force um, on the ones approaching my friendos. Mm-hmm. Still never questioned Is that it. <laughs> use magic? Yeah, that sounds, like, that sounds a lot like use magic. Okay, uh, so my magical force is... Am I just pressing use magic and then... Uh, you're pressing use magic. So, so what are you trying to achieve apart from force? I'm trying to force them back away from my friends. It's going to look very cool. So you choose... Ah, you, you, you get to choose an effect... Uh, which is that sounds like you're trying to bar a place or portals to a specific person or type of creature. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm trying to bar the portal to friendship. And what does this look like? Um, it looks like me raising my hand and doing almost like a not a you shall not pass motion, <laughs> like a kind of a, <laughs> a slashing motion forwards with my hand as if I'm throwing like a big net or something. Yeah. Sure. Or I'm, I'm, or I'm throwing a discus. Yep. Um. And just like a wall of force hits them and poof, backwards. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, give give me give me a weird roll, please. Uh, so weird. Winona, I'm scared. Oh, uh, that was a twelve. Dog cock. Winona, I'm no longer scared. <laughs> <laughs> so there is like the sound, almost like a a shattering of glass, as as this unseen force zips across the ground and just blasts these two babs backwards. Fantastic. Three, but yes. Um, Three, sorry. I'm bad at counting. And it says, bar a place or portals to a specific person or type of creature. 
uh, with that in mind, is this a a temporary like wave that you've created, or is it a, a like a sanctuary zone? I think I've created a bit of a sanctuary zone between us and the creatures. Fantastic. I'm just going to make a wee. I don't know how long that lasts or what I need to do. It it lasts as long as this narrative says it does until Mm. I have an opportunity to say that it stops. Is it just encompassing the other two or a Morris? I I don't. I don't. I don't know. Is it? Um, I think I would have tried to get it as many of us as possible, but I was concentrating on them. Yeah, that makes Um, that makes sense. So, and what sort? Sorry, what sort of creature have you barred it to? Uh, deadlights. Cool. Good answer. (laughs) <laughs> no, I thought I'd uh, I'd bar it to pigeons. They're just <laughs> the worst. <laughs> uh, I was waiting for you. To, I was waiting for you to say non-humans. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, can I then sort of amble over to the safe zone? Yep, sure. And uh, tap Morris on the shoulder. Yeah, sure. Uh, this has all happened quite quickly, so he's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and as as you uh, tap him on the shoulder, he kind of leaps away from you, almost half into like a, a, a fighting or karate stance, but it's clearly by someone who has no idea what any of that actually entails in practice. Um, <laughs> all right, okay. all right, Morris. Uh, like, no, mm-hmm. uh, oh, this, uh, this, this, this is quite uncouth. There is no need for these sort of theatrics. I, I, I demand that you desist on this at once. Um, and he says so, actually start like shoving away from you and start like rounding on the nearest deadlight with oh all the with all the confidence and self-assurance of an idiot i mean there there are there are multiple you know zealous freedom fighter organizations that would kill <laughs> for the level of devotion to the cause that, that this man mr wisserby is currently displaying um and also like selective um idiocy yes uh sambesian winona you're still holding a rock well i was just i feel i feel like we're on the right track Mm. i feel like you you have the missing piece so plug it in there lad i am going to uh, i'm I'm gonna think through the situation very very quickly and then go uh, and plug it in anyway cool (laughs) so i will roll act under pressure uh, you don't need to act under pressure to connect uh, a small rock to a larger rock. You do that thing <laughs> quite easily. There is a similar effect. There is a little bit of a delay, and then the fire, sp- the, the the glow spreads around the uh, where the now three pieces of rock connect. In- what immediately happens is because you have to kneel down to do so, and you look up uh, just in time to see the deer-like creature attempt to bullrush you and just poof, off this um, off this plane of force that Arissa has laid down. Um, I want to give him both barrels. Fantastic. Oh. Uh, kick some ass for me. Yeah, so kind of one hand propping up the men here. I'm going to put the uh, shotgun over the said arm and just use that as a prop and just Fantastic. be like... Fantastic. That's what I want to do. Like, proper freaking... Let's just have it. Let's um, have it. Kick some ass. Kick some ass. We're not talking about butts. We're talking about ass. Okay, talking specifically about failure in this instance. That's Uh, fun. Yeah, I suppose I fall on my ass. Failure. Fall on my ass. Um, Let's find out what this. um... Either that, or it's a non-corporeal being. The shot does nothing whatsoever. One or the other. 
You've given it more power. Oh no! I think it startles you. The <gasps> um, the yeah the the kick of the gun, and this is the first time you fired a shot. Well, really ever fired a shot in anger, and I don't know what the last time when I went clay pigeon shooting was. Um, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you've forgotten just how desperately loud these things can be, and yet yeah, because you're only holding it in one arm, the gun kicks up. You almost yeah. Lose I'm going to say like her stance is is in no way like factually correct. Absolutely. So she's been like she's had that moment where she's like I'm in an action film, and turns out she's not exactly. So like so physics yeah. has kicked her ass. Basically, it basically yeah. The the gun the gun goes up. Winona like jumps and startles backwards and takes a couple stumbles, falls flat on her ass handily outside the ring um hand still on the gun but because you have you know given it both barrels i mean i feel like i intended to give it both barrels i feel like i gave it one and then was just like fucking hell <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, do not have the energy for both barrels <laughs> yeah i feel like there's one still in the chamber but i may never fire it so, yeah. so you do still have a hold you still have a hold of the weapon the, the, the deadlights you can't tell if it hurt it or anything at all okay that, that i was going to ask that question did mm. i see if it had any noticeable effect but i didn't <laughs> yeah so carry on yep you're too busy falling on your ass um with that it in, happens uh, with that in mind because that was an outright failure i'm going to call a hard move you fall next to uh, a couple of like a small collection of flaming songbirds which promptly go berserk, and oh, no. the f- and good god, the fire washes over you with these creatures um, flailing around, seemingly at random, but nevertheless, you do take two harm. Mm-hmm. And neck. your, I think your sleeve catches fire. Ah! Yeah, I feel like that's entirely fair. Yep. Cool. Can I just say, flaming songbirds, fucking amazing band name. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, write that one down. Uh, yeah, so... Um, Zambezi, your ear is... You can't hear anything at your left ear right now. Oh, no! Oh, God, this Sorry. is work alone! <laughs> your, um, your compatriot has vanished from your peripheral vision. Um, <laughs> and the idiot that, uh, idiot that you picked up along the way is about to be introduced to um, consequences. What would you like to do? Right. Um, I don't want any collateral damage. So what I'm going to do is he's being charged. Right, there was a deer that tried to charge us, right? Uh, yeah, that's that's um okay. It just kind well, of bounced off and does not appear to have suffered any ill. I am going Thank to. You. I am. I am then going to get up and go. Right. Okay. Okay. Time for me to be an idiot. I. What I'm going to do is I am going to run in. I'm going to run up to Morris. Mm-hmm. I am going to f- uh, fight the whatever the thing he's actually turning on, but go uh, just, yeah, get back towards the Manir, It's safer, and I'm cool. going to grab him and shove him. And ho- I, I I don't know how many, if that's two actions of shoving a man backwards and trying to stab the thing in front. I do have the power of heart, if that I... helps. What does the power of heart do? When fighting a monster, if you help someone, don't roll plus cool. You automatically help as though you've rolled a ten. Right. Okay. Morris is—he's—he's—he's he's, he's not really attempting to fight the creature. He's demanding to see its manager. So that's not going to count. Um, is it working? Oh God, no. Okay. So I will. I'm I'm fighting the so, monster by essentially just sort of waving waving the flick knife at it. I'm not really intending to do damage. Yeah, that sounds like you're intending to protect someone from harm. 
Um, yep, why not? Uh, when you prevent harm to another character, roll plus tough. Okay, I'll do that then. Mixed success. Seven, mixed what? success. Okay, on a seven or up, you protect them okay, but you'll suffer some or all of the harm they were going to get. Um, right. Oops. It's <laughs> all right. So I imagine I essentially run up, and as he's demanding to get things, this thing's manager, it's like, this isn't amateur dramatics, you fucking moron, and I know you've been banned from that page, and then I'm going to grab him, <laughs> pull him back, throw him towards the circle, and as I'm standing there, this thing's probably going to get me from behind. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you, you bundle him out of the way, and you turn with the flick knife just in time uh, just in time for this small kind of dog, or possibly... To oh, doggo. Just leap up, leap up at you. Oh, bad doggo. He just wants a cuddle. He doesn't know his paws are burny. And it actually, like, it's chasing Morris. And so it just kind of rolls through you. And it is rolling and flailing around on the ground, which nevertheless makes your, uh, whatever your legwear is. Catch fire. Yeah. Uh, so you are now on fire. And you are, um, and I'm going to say that you suffer. Yeah, you suffer two harm. Yeah, Morris is uh, as as you judo almost judo throw him out of the way. Mm. Uh, yeah, so he comes stumbling towards you, Irissa. Hello. Two of your allies are currently on fire. As you do. Um, am I right in thinking that Morris is a bit of a, a local history buff? Uh, yes. Okay, I want to grab him by the shoulders. Look him directly in the eye and go, Morris, Morris, listen to me. Do you know of some kind of traumatic thing that happened to the wildlife around here at any time? Think about it. Think about it. Are you just yelling at him? Or are you are you invoking some sort of power to it? Can I use my unnatural appeal um, in manipulate? Yes, someone? absolutely. That's what I was looking for. So I roll weird instead of charm when I manipulate someone. That's a 13. Very good. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see that. Um, for a normal person, they do it for the reason you gave them. Okay. So uh, uh, Morris goes, uh, uh, This is uh, important, Morris. This is important. But overwhelmed and, and a wee bit panicky because he is, he is clocked that there are two people currently on fire. His face kind of, he looks at, uh, at you as you peer deep into his eyes and somehow, somewhere deep through all the panic, you seem to catch the figurative ear of a man who's forever dwelt in a well, actually. And with that spirit in mind, uh, he says, uh, uh, he abruptly seems to completely just, he just zeroes in on informing you uh, in, in demonstrating his uh, great, big, profound knowledge of the situation, and says, "Try really hard not to punch him." Mm. Um, <laughs> and goes, "Ah, well, you see, ah, well, you see, the moors were not always so, uh, so, so barren. They used to be heavily forested. However, it is uh, theorised that over exploitation by Bronze Age settlers." through the use of slash-and-burn agriculture, may have gotten out of hand and permanently reduced the profile of this area. Um, the, I, these animals are angry about a 4,000-year-old logging. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, your, your the problems is, we have to deal with. 
Your guess is <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. But as as I said, these 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 stones have um, yeah, these stones ha- have had many supposed uses, amongst which is w- w- warding or sealing. Or, well, unless we think we can regrow an entire forest in the next ten minutes, I guess we continue to repair the stone. Where did we actually get to in repairing the stone? Oh, you did. I feel like I may you, have, you, yeah. you, you, you got to going. You got to going. That's a bit of stone laid on the ground. Ooh, that's a bit of stone sticking out the ground. Ooh, it's glowing. That's mm. ominous. And then we cut to credits. I thought huh. you put it on top of it. Yeah, you yeah, put it on did. top, but it's now it's now back on the ground because they put a rock on top of another rock. Mm. Where where is the little bit that? Uh, Zambesi, also, yeah, did you right, drop did we... it? Zambesi, you you were holding you were holding both I, I... in your hands before Winona fired. It is entirely up to you whether you're still holding onto the little bit or you have dropped it. I dropped it. I would have dropped cool. it within the ring. <laughs> yep, cool. All three. Yeah, so the stub and the big plate and the small chunk are all within. Can I just can I just check, just because I, I might be remembering wrong. We, we got as far as putting the other little bit on as well before I fired, and it just lit yes. up more, if yes. I remember right. So we, we yes. have, in effect, completed it. We've not stuck it together, but we've no, put uh, it you, back you, together. You, you, had, you had put the pieces next to each other. Yeah. The, the so what you have that is, I'm like, is so that's not enough is all i mean that We've is tried definitely that not enough that is more. that is yeah. that is three pieces of rock which have attempted this is three pieces of very thin rock very tall rock which have attempted to be balanced on each other and have predictably fallen over once those supports have been removed did anyone bring any super glue <laughs> no i've got a winch <laughs> i got a winch i says i'm patting down my legs furiously that's oh. not gonna keep it up, though. The um, uh, keep it up for a bit. Uh, the yeah. So that's that's what Irissa and yeah. So Winona and Zambesi. I'm not sure how much attention you are paying to that 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 that. Um, <laughs> what with being on fire and all. Yes, sorry. indeed. <laughs> TEDx ring of fire that was just occurring. But um, mm. yeah, both of you are on fire. One of you is on your back. One of you is is is, is standing. Standing. Right somehow uh right well i think winona's up next uh i'd like it's, to try and open. put out my arm please if it's cool me. yep so roll away and that's gonna be i ask i act under pressure honestly yeah so i mean narratively i will be just rolling it in the presumably kind of it's been raining right so just very wet damp grass yep absolutely you have you, you've 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 already stopped and dropped the roll is kind of all that's left Unfortunately. Act under pressure, was that? Yeah. Oh, in the momentito. How's that? Uh, that's a failure. Fantastic. Oh, no. So you We're take... doing great. That's how it is. <laughs> uh, so you take a... Uh, you take another point of harm. Great. From being on fire. And... <coughs> you... Uh, you take another piece of harm. And I'm just going to check... Minion moves for some or minion and monster moves for some ideas. Yes, what's going to happen is uh, that the creature that is uh, the, the 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 birdlings that are thrashing around over you, you roll away and are suddenly aware of more roaring as two things happen. One is that. The birds seem to have joined the, uh, the 
miscellaneous large rodent, maybe like a stoat or a ferret of some kind, um, and are, are their conflagrations join for a moment before cavorting. They're, they're just kind of like cavorting and thrashing around each other. Um, one of the uh, one of the bird forms falls out of the air and just uh, limply, as if only one wing is fun- uh, wing is functioning, is batting is 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 bouncing around on the damp grass and the stoke like creature has fallen and is rolling in a weird imitation of your own uh, you piss attempts off? uh <laughs> which point the ground around them catches what and oh, they yeah. their thrashing rolls over you and you take another two harm oh my god all right um going down fast Winona! So I am now unstable, mechanically. Yep. Um, which I need to... Ooh, I need to double up, double check on. Because that is... That is that is not something... This is no... You are no longer burned to a degree that you can just walk off. Um, yep. Yeah, this is... You know, those walk-off burns. Yeah, you know what <laughs> I mean, though. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> we're, we're, we're now... <laughs> We're now in burn territory. Yeah, we are now, now in. in we are now Burnley. in an extended hospital, uh, in extended hospital stay, and Full or scarring. Yeah, I will remind everyone that luck is a thing that exists. Oh yeah, we should use that sometimes. So, um, that in mind, uh, Erisa, one of your allies Hello. is in a considerable amount of pain and distress. I didn't bring a fire blanket with me. Um, Why not? I didn't think of it. Worth noting, at the setting of the fire, the these creatures were drawing in and have retreated away from the fire. The fire they've started. The fire that other deadlights have started. Uh, um, and for what it's worth, yes, these two have also, these creatures have also bolted. Okay, so something big and terrifying is coming. Good. That the, they have bolted from the fire. The fire remains in this area. Right. Um. Is Winona? So Winona is like actively on fire. Winona is actively on fire. Okay. I I I run at Winona. I pull off my coat and I just try to smother the flames. Cool. That will. That sounds like. Act under pressure. And protect someone. Yeah. Let's go for protect someone. Where does that come? Protect someone. Awesome. So that's with tough. Yes? Yep. Yep. Why did someone just become a splodge? Uh, I was trying to represent uh, a zone of fire. Okay, that's a mixed success. Mixed success. Okay. Um, <laughs> now my coat is also on fire. Uh, I think you take a yeah. single point of harm. I'm going to roll I'm going to I'm going to roll two D six of my own. Okay, cool. That's you are going to kick, take a point of harm and also catch yep. fire. Yay! How, this now, is when going you say so I well. Catch fire, how much do I catch fire? You catch fire like, in the you are currently on fire, and until you do something about the fire, you will continue to be on fire. Cool. Ah! Yeah, so. <laughs> Winona, yeah. your fire caught me! The, is yeah, Winona, so Winona yeah. out of fire now? Uh, no, Winona is now no longer on fire. Hooray! Mm. Ah! Yeah, effective, uh, effectively, Winona was going to, because she was A, on fire, and B, in the area of fire, she was going to be potentially taking two 
harm automatically on top of whatever harm gets inflicted on her next. So you have prevented that, but in doing so, you have taken on one of the harm and the being on fire that was going to her. Yeah, right. so yeah. Yeah, so you managed to roll her out of the fire and, in, and, and, and and bundle her in your coat, and yeah, it's smoking. In in the process, your um, your own shirt or trouser leg, at your discretion, also catches. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say trouser leg. Fantastic. Uh, cat, you know? That was that was your action. You are, uh, and I'm gonna say that all three of you are out of the ring. Zambisi. Oh, I'm gonna do something fucking dumb again. Right. Fantastic. Uh, I expect nothing less. Right. Shing! Flicking a flick knife in hand. I, n- I, no, I think genuinely it's better as an item of power. I think I'm going to try and I'm going to see if I I'm going to see if Excalibur's got any uh, got any weight in the spirit realm round here, and I'm going to try and command any spirits in the area using what could go wrong. Fantastic! I can take this as um, and it it might not do anything. Who knows? I would like to act under pressure, holding yeah, a, mag- uh, a magical fucking item in hand, holding it up, holding it up, kind of like I'm trying to get reception on a dodgy Nokia. Fantastic. First of all, I need you to take one harm because you are actively on fire. I am actively on fire. I take one harm. Fantastic. I'm also going to want you to roll and act under pressure, but in this uh, with with the plus two. But um, I'm going to give it charm. And I give you <gasps> roll this under charm. Yes. I. <laughs> seducing the spirits yes hmm. i do have that 10 nice okay um so oh, what do I you hold up the to do i i hold up i hold up um i hold up the flick knife and i am going to shout hark cry danger he's gonna try and do his old he's gonna shout something in his nearest approximation of old english something like yeah. basically hark uh um Hark! One of uh, one of your king's vassals calls you to aid. Then we're just gonna pray, and in in an ideal world, some fighting spirits turn up, knightly spirits turn up, and do some sort of knightly version of fox hunting. If not, I am very happy with some rain. Sure. Um, when the sun went down, it was clear, relatively clear, um, as as clear as clear a sky as. England ever gets in in February, particularly when there's um when there had been a lot of rain the previous few days, um. And so what happens is you hold it, you hold up um, this shard of Excalibur. It catches the it catches some light somehow with the pupper still thrashing around at your feet. It looks like a weird off piece version of that classic Star Wars poster for a second <laughs> we were Leia clinging at Luke's leg and then a bolt of fucking lightning strikes the end oh. of the, the, the knife oh no it doesn't you are not struck by lightning oh that's, that's, that's the best part a of bolt of equation. lightning strikes the knife oh that's nice <laughs> and it starts raining to a monsoon kind of oh. just do I look like the end of the show? Immediately puts everyone out. Okay. That was on fire. Mm. The um, This just goes. And these creatures immediately start to... Um, yeah, they, they, they 
they start to disperse their um they start to disperse their flames there's this steam emerges around them they're all immediately surrounded in this aura of steam and their mouths are open and pouring smoke it looks like they're trying to scream um okay um i would like i will take a second to do the scene from the end of shawshank redemption yeah, um, absolutely. So I'm, so I'm going to meet my good friend on a boat in a scene that's potentially a dream. But no, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to sprint. I'm, I'm then going to go and then run into the... I'm going to run up to the Meneer. Fantastic. Glorious. Um, so ready to help. I am no longer on fire. Cool. Winona, <laughs> you are no longer on fire. And Hooray. creatures seem to be beating a retreat. Nice. So, I mean, given I'm like quite injured, yeah, I'm going to kind of gingerly stumble my way over to the men here as well. Fantastic. While you're, while you're there, is there anything you're attempting to do or are you just kind of like sitting there feeling sorry for yourself? Which is entirely valid. I mean, realistically, <laughs> yeah, the latter. I feel like I still think there's something to be said for putting this men here back together. But uh, I feel like... <laughs> After the whole shotgun debacle, I feel like my time in the lead of the plan is maybe past, and I'll just kind of, I'll let somebody else take the lead for a bit. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, uh, Irissa, are you also doing something to that effect? Well, I'd like to not be on fire. You are not on fire. The rain has seen to that. <clears throat> oh, cool. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm moving for the Meneer, um, but would I be able to get there? Because we haven't worked out how to put it back together yet, nope. is the thing. Um, and do some kind of investigatory magic-y stuff on it. D to, to what what sort of investigation? To, to work what? out how to fix it. Um, sure, invest yeah, yeah, uh, investigate a mystery. Or investigate a mystery or read a bad situation, whichever works better. Uh, go for investigate a mystery. Fantastic. Make success eight. So you get one from the list of questions that we have previously discussed. Uh, what could fix it, cure it, or slow it down? Cool. Um, bucket of cement's a good start. Um, the <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to fix the rock. You got to fix the rock back together. Um, all, all through all of this. It's debatable whether just sticking the pieces back together will help, or whether they actually need to be unified rather than two pieces, but two or three pieces united. So you mm. may want to try and find some kind of ritual or rustle something up. Uh, this potentially, so mechanically, we could be looking. You can attempt to just use magic here and now with what you have to hand. I'm letting you know that you may have more success attempting big magic. One of which the components is a, a good, hearty mixture of cement. A good, hearty drink of cement. Indeed. <laughs> which means we'd have to go away and come back. Potentially, yeah, yes. Annoyingly, we uh, we didn't bring the cement mixer. Because we did talk about bringing the cement mixer. You did. We did, not we? Annoyingly. But um, I'm pretty sure I said, and I'm not sure this is a direct quote, but I said something along the lines of, that's stupid. <laughs> um, Damn Chekhov's building materials. <laughs> would we be physically capable of getting out of here without dying in a fire? Um. Well, you've got a window of opportunity. The oh yeah, because it's raining. I keep forgetting. Uh, Zambesi has literally kicked up a storm. Um, I mean, here, here's like what I think. Uh, says Winona. 
So what? Because I'm saying all this out loud. <laughs> yeah. So what what I'm thinking is right, and she's saying this as she's sitting there just steaming, <laughs> uh, and kind of like the comedy kind of frazzled look about her. She's like, "Listen, as I understand it, now these these fire creatures up here aren't causing any harm yet. So I think what we should do is we should go back to town and we should come back here yep. with a cement mixer. Um, I think I think we should make make a nice ritual." Mm. That, that we can then bring back with us, but for now we should get the hell out of Dodge. I think, and we should, we should bring it back during in. the day. Yeah, we should during come back day, during, during the day. day. Is a really good idea. Yeah, come back during yeah. the day. Uh, we can debrief Morris somehow. Uh, no, literally, I just look at Morris and I'm like, no one will ever believe you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Morris, you've been eating some bad mushrooms. Stop foraging. The worst there we go. Done. kind of mushrooms. <laughs> Morris is like on the floor rocking backwards and forwards. Yeah, no, what, what, what Morris, Morris is actually Morris actually hasn't taken Morris actually hasn't taken his eyes off uh, hasn't taken his eyes off you, Arissa, and <laughs> is currently um, Very bad mushrooms. Mumble- <laughs> he's cu- currently mumbling something. He's quite happily expanding expounding on stuff about Meneers and Dartmoor. Um he doesn't seem but- to have realized that he doesn't quite seem to have realised that you're no longer paying attention. You asked him to. You asked him about his area of interest, and Aww. yes, great. Well, maybe maybe we take him it's with like us just because I feel like uh, far be it from me to, to. I think it'd be such a loss to the world of boredom if we left him here to die. <laughs> so uh, let's take him with us. Uh, no, I think we should take him home. Mm. Yeah, let's take <laughs> him I'll home. Like him I'm not saying we're going to take him to his door, but let's make sure he gets to his vehicle. All right. Yeah, I am um, going to. He's the only one of you who has not been, you know, lightly singed. Yeah, I but will... I feel like yeah, he's he still really less useful than any of us. <laughs> like, my my one thing is, I'm just gonna poke the, I'm gonna poke the end of Excalibur and go, oh, hot, and then, then sort of, um, then yeah. just sort of, sort of hold it out in the rain for a bit, let the the rain sizzle on it, then curl it back up. Put yeah. it in the pocket. I think you just made holy water in some denominations. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the sizzling of yeah, yeah, no, the the, the blade is sizzling. Mm. Um, it's also about twice twice the size it used to be. Oh, I will try and fold it up <laughs> and then um, be like, oh, the hang on, knife or just the blade? <laughs> just the, the the blade is now twice. Uh, what what's the what's the stack? What's the what are the tag line tags attached to? Uh, it was Excalibur. too harm too harm intimate. Okay, it's now two harm yeah. hand. Oh wow! Um, he's he's now gonna go ah, and then sort of f- put it in his huh. try and put it in his waistband. Yeah, so and it, then... was, it was switchblade sized. It's more now steak knife sized. Yeah, it's it's a big steak knife that for some reason has a hinge in it. Then what I'm gonna do is I'm going to shoulder Winona. On, on, on the unburned side, yeah, yeah, yep. on the unburned side much. and on the unexcalibur side. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've got an urgent appointment with an aloe vera bath. <laughs> yeah, no, we're taking you to an hospital. Yeah, this, right. it's, this is like you're at least looking at a second degree burn here. All right, um, okay. all right, all right. Let's uh, if we let's get back to the car. I'd like, mm. I if it's not too much trouble, would you mind dropping me at A and E? Yep, that's that is that is yes. actually fine. We can do that. We can so, do that, and then the, right, this is what I'm going to do, and I'll explain this to you as we kind of start to walk. I'll be like, right, mm. I'm going to go to A and E, and I'm going to get myself sorted out. <laughs> Whilst I'm doing that, I want you guys to uh, to lay your hands on some cement and some quicklime, mm. mm. and uh, we're going to come back yep. here uh, in the morning, 
and deal Absolutely. with this properly. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to Jack as well and see if I can get a, a nice ritual. Done. So, yeah, you do you deal with the rituals, right. Zambezi. You deal with the building supplies, and I will um I will watch Downton Abbey in a hospital ward. <laughs> Fantastic. Sounds um, very good. Uh, I am so. You still need to get off the moor. Yes. Okay. In Which what, is... what? What? Are, so, and the creatures are—they are distracted, but they are not necessarily neutralized. Certainly not yet. So, how are you getting from here to the car? Well, I believe it's like an—did we say like a forty-five-minute hour walk? To it's the just car? like an hour. It's like yeah. an hour's hike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. we do have the torch. So, I—I I mean, my my first protocol is I'd say let's just hop to it and hope the rain holds out is probably a good start mm. yes mm. i think i'm just doing like a fucking parting of the red sea yeah. with my yeah so my are you attempting magic. so are so are you attempting to use magic to hold them off yeah, are you te- uh, is I'm anyone taking like a... a beat to observe their current behavior no yeah we should probably do that yeah, cool. i'll do that i'll 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 do that as the cool read a bad situation please yes nope Cool. Ha! Nope. Make Fantastic. sure to mark experience. Yeah. Yep. Do you, I do. Uh, uh, as I've said earlier, Peter, um, remember that luck is a thing and marking experience is a thing. When I, um, I will. You know what? I'm going to use a luck. Fantastic. That Ooh. turns it. To, that turns it to twelve, and you ha- everyone has a luck move. Everyone has a luck move. Oh yeah! When you spend luck, you'll find something weird, maybe even useful! Exclamation mark. Right. Um, God only knows what that is. Okay. So, uh, so what's the what's the local success for read a bad situation first? Um, it is ten plus ten plus hold free. So, uh, best are way there any? Be- yeah. So ahead. I'm going to ask these questions. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's mm-hmm. the biggest threat? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the best way to protect the victims? Hospital. Um, okay. Well, that's 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 third one. That well, okay, that's the third one answered. What about the other two? Cool. Um, I've already forgotten them. Sorry. Okay. They are. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? And what's the biggest threat? Um, no second degree burns. Okay. That doesn't help me. So uh, what I will say I, for color, mm. what I will say is observing the creatures. Mm. They are diminishing rapidly. They are. Okay. Yeah, the water is dousing them. The flames, yeah, the flames are dousing them. As the fire dies down, the the firelight dies down, you are able to see the outlines more clearly, and they are engaged, they are thrashing around, and they, yeah, they, are, they are still thrashing and flailing around, some of them more determinedly than others. The deer that r- recently charged you, um, the, the deer that a few seconds ago recently charged you um, rears up on its hind legs as the light uh, collapses down onto its side its hind legs its hind legs twitching spasmodically and fading okay. out as the light dies huh. oh and it does <clears throat> a as it does uh, as the light uh, on this dear creature fades to nothing it, in a kind of weird uh, parallel to the Cheshire cat fading out 
it raises its head and meets your gaze. All right. Oh dear. It raises its head, meets your gaze, opens its mouth, from which a few tentative, uh, a gentle gust of smoke emerges. Does it form a word cloud? Before laying its head down as right. if acknowledging, uh, as as if bowing to a king. Ooh. Okay, hospital. Um, I'm then going to set off in the opposite direction. Um, with Winona Thatcher, ghost catcher, severely burned. Um, uh, car, car's this way, Sam. Uh, yep, I will set off in the direction of the car and mm. let us reenact right. the plan we talked about earlier. Cool. Arissa, nice. are you... Uh, the, the creatures are on their way out. Are you doing anything to remove any remaining I... threat or... I am watching them. Cool. And if, if any of them begin threatening, I will do something. But for now, I am just taking up the rear, making sure no one's getting left behind, sort of leading Morris along. Yeah, give, uh, can, <laughs> you, can, can you give me a read a bad situation as well, please? Yeah. Eight. Mixed, Mixed success. success. Hold one. Nice. Do, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Uh, I mean, Peter already asked that one, but... Um, Did he? Sorry. What was the answer to it? No, <laughs> second degree burns. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Um, so, what is it? The, the biggest, biggest... Fre- the biggest threat: second degree burns. Any danger? Oh, notice? Yeah. No. Best no. way to protect the victims: hospital. Um, uh, can I ask a different question? Absolutely. Uh, one, se- one second. One second. One second. Um, uh, I will say, on the basis can that, I hold it? yes, you can hold it. Yeah. Uh, though I will say, you do not necessarily have to ask a different question because, as a fay, you do have a different perspective and. Lens than Zambesi. So I can ask the same. Okay. Yeah. So that does not preclude you automatically from asking a different question. In that case, I would like to ask are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Cool. Um, I will say that the times that Zambesi has gotten all declarative and you know, commanded aid and commanded attention. You have felt... Something might have noticed. You have felt something within yourself react to that. And it feels like the same place that... It feels like the same sort of place that... That same void into which joy vanishes mm. and hungers for more the pure drive that part of you and and you know the similar kind of area from which you draw your magic there is a Do something I... in that aspect of your nature is responding to the is, compulsions is it telling of me Excalibur. to do something uh, when when I'm not sure that you, with just that one, you have not been aware enough. You're only realising it now after the fact, after the adrenaline's starting to fade. Yeah. And you don't have sufficient introspection being someone who has an, at best, antagonistic relationship with their own... Species. Their their own fae nature. You don't have that kind of introspection on tap. 
What I will say, though, is that you know that compulsion and service are things that the Fae in general do because they have to, not because they want to. Yeah. Which may have an effect in future. Cool. Yes. So, and hospital. Feels like that's, I feel like that's a nice place to leave it as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nicely done. Hmm. Cool. Um, I am wondering whether we want to have some kind of role for... Uh, cement mixer. <laughs> not role for cement mixer, that's easy enough. But role <coughs> for basically how you explain this, explain all this to the hospital. Like, there are three people coming in with degrees of burns, one of them quite severe. Um thought we'd go camping fire got a bit out of control yeah yeah we're not we're not we don't know what we're doing we're very stupid we're not good at camping and the fire the fire got a bit too much it was one of those paraffin burners sure yeah Uh, in which case i'm going to need a manipulate someone role to pass this off by someone i'm gonna trust trust arissa with this one (laughs) i wonder why uh (laughs) 13 Oh yep, fantastic. Uh, so oh, yeah, God. absolutely. The any any particular uh, you are able to deposit um, a deposit Winona in um, the local town A and E, safe in I've the been knowledge there. that A and E is so bad. Yeah, <laughs> such a sad place. Yeah, uh, safe in uh, safe in the yeah Exeter A and E, safe in the knowledge that. She's not going to die. Any incongru- any incongruities between Winona's injuries and a paraffin burn are going to be glossed over or otherwise lost in the stew, Bureaucracy. as it were, lost in the churn. I will say, when Arissa manipulates someone, I feel like it, it does not look or feel good for anyone involved. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Because she uses, she uses her, uh, her uncanny... Her uncanniness and her magic to do it. So there's definitely some like creepy eye flashes and yeah, there's, people there's, acting like I they're like under some, a thrall. There's some creep. There, there's some creepy eye stuff, and there is a. I think there's some creepy eye stuff, and for you there is a surge of deep satisfaction. Mm. Uh, I do not like how good it feels. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's it's it is it is a compelling. It's it's a compelling high in the same way that like righteous anger. Getting up a good head of righteous mm. anger feels good, and I don't think any of you have been on the receiving end of uh, Arissa's no. compulsions. Morris so. has. Morris has, <laughs> but um, um, uh, Morris is still happily just talking to himself. You're able to drop him. You're able to drop him off um, by. You're able to. Sh- he, he's able to get to his vehicle. I think the last you see him, your your vehicle passes his. Um, by the side of the road, and he's just sat there by the side of the road, at the steering wheel, in in the, in the driver's seat, but it just kind of waves vaguely to you as you pass hmm. as you by as you pass by, and has not made any effort to set off. By the time he vanishes, uh, he vanishes around the corner. Hmm. I may have done a number on that one. Oh, no. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> cool. <laughs> May have gone a 
bit far with it that time, but it was in the heat of the moment. <laughs> Well, that's another thrilling episode of Diacast, Dire Listeners. What perils could await our motley crew of hunters as they delve deeper into the mystery of the broken Maneer? You'll have to wait till episode three to find out. But until then, thank you for listening to Diacast. If you'd like to keep up to date with episodes and announcements, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Diacast, and on Instagram at DiacastPod. And subscribe to us on your favourite podcatcher. And hey... If you enjoyed listening to us, maybe consider giving us a rating or review, or sharing us with a friend. We'd really love that. And let us know if you do review us, and we'll thank you in a character voice of your choosing on a future episode. You can also now support us on Patreon, and we would absolutely love it if you consider giving us just a few pounds a month. Go to patreon.com forward slash diacast to check out the tiers and rewards available. Diacast is Lukey Slim, Matt George Lovett, Jacob War, Peter Wellman, and H. Folkman's. Our logo and banner art are by H. Flowers. The Diacast theme was composed and performed by Matt George Lovett, while this episode's theme, Midnight Creeping, was composed by Jonathan Shaw. This episode was edited by Jacob Moore. This week we were playing Monster of the Week by Michael Sands, a link to which can be found in the episode description. And at least for this week, that's how the Diacast.